Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Woodhounds. We are a podcast about firewood, trees, and wood, and firewood, and trees, and a timber industry, and firewood. And firewood. All about firewood. In that order. So my name is Joe, and I am sitting across the table here at Woodhound Studio from my good friend, Dan. Dan, tell everyone hello. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome back again to another episode of The Woodhounds here on your favorite podcast uh, channel or network or platform, whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dan, did you happen to know that we are the highest rated firewood podcast in the world? I did. We are number one firewood podcast in the world. It's and it's such a short time too. I know, three episodes in. <laughs> it didn't take long at all. No, it's it's amazing. And one other, as long as we're on the fun facts uh, part portion of the podcast, did you know that Back Forty Firewood and Ohio Woodburner have the same number of characters in them? <laughs> I did, <laughs> it's I did crazy. not. Yes. Uh-huh. It's crazy how that worked out. <laughs> that's I think that's shows some great insight with you too that you took that time to figure that out. I I I have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who don't know, uh both Joe and I we uh we have a YouTube channel. Uh Joe Ohio Woodburner and I have the Back 40 Firewood channel and so that's where that reference of Back 40 Firewood and Ohio Woodburner came from. Yeah. But, my channel, uh, we're coming up on our second anniversary uh, in mid-March, so we're coming up close. Ooh, celebration time. Yeah, my channel started by accident, and I, you know, I've told the story where we, my daughter was sent home from college uh, because of the pandemic, and she was bored, and I had just bought a new... Yappa firewood processor. It's made in Finland. And we were just posting some videos and it got a lot of traction. And the next thing I know, I mean, it was a whirlwind. You know, we're a, we're a a big uh, YouTube firewood channel. Yeah. It's crazy how all the things that came out of the pandemic, when you look back, I think that's part of the reason for the growth of my channel is just started out, you know, Two years, well, almost three years ago now, and for whatever reason, I'm still trying to figure out and analyze the data, why it took off the way it did, but it did. So here we are. Now we're going from YouTube and having this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think the podcast, I'm I'm just excited about podcasting. I, I am, am a, I'm a late comer in the industry uh, as a consumer. I just started listening to podcasts about six months ago. And I, I got my go-tos, but I just enjoy it. I just search for uh, topics and download them to my phone. And then I can listen to them in the car and I'm not burning up data. It's nice. I enjoy yeah. it. And that's when Dan and I were talking. I had done some, you know, during all my searches, <laughs> I was looking for, you know, any discussion about firewood and I didn't see any. There was none. No. There are some episodes about trees and there was one about Dutch elm disease. I can't remember the um, the person that did that podcast, but it was interesting. But for the most part, there is nothing about uh, firewood. So Dan and I uh, decided to give it a give it a go. 
Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're on our way. Like you said, we've launched from week one uh, to week three. We are now the number one firewood podcast in the universe. <laughs> yes, we'll keep hammering away at that too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I was, um, I was outside this morning doing my morning task at my wood yard. And I, one of the things that I do is I sort our, our wood by species. I stack the ash over here. I stack the maple over there. I stack the oak way down there. And it just got me thinking about all of the different species of firewood that's out there in the world. And I was just wondering, Dan, what is, uh, what is your favorite species of firewood? Well, I, uh, I, it actually depends because for me, both as a consumer, I, I burn firewood in an outdoor wood boiler, but I also have a side hobby that I sell firewood from a roadside stand and in my driveway and I make bundles and sell them. So from a burning perspective, I like oak. From a uh, selling point of view, I hate oak. <laughs> <laughs> so as if I'm selling, it's anything um, but oak. And I'm, I'm the same way. I separate out just the oak and then everything else I mix together. So why do you, why do you separate oak from all the others? Just because I think it's not a very good recreational firewood. And I mostly cater to people, uh, spring, summer, and fall who are camping, who are having a fire in their backyard, who, you know, they want to grab a bundle or two and, and go. And I find that oak just is not a good recreational firewood because it, it it's too too green takes too it, long to dry it takes too long to season it's heavy yeah. it's i don't think it burns very well if you're looking for flames and ambiance i think it's great for heating it's a great firewood for heating but i think if you want to sit around a fire and enjoy the evening in your backyard i think anything but oak <laughs> Do you like working with oak? I, I like working with it because it does tend to split easier. Um, mm -hmm. I, I do actually like the aroma it gives off. Some people don't. Some people think it, it smells <laughs> very bad, but, but I don't <laughs> mind it as far as splitting. Um, it's just that, you know, the, you split it and then, I mean, I like to give my oak at least two years to season yeah. before I burn it. And that's one of, the, I think, the biggest downfall to oak because you know you can had, you can split some maple in six months you can be burning it i had always thought oak splits easy and i get that a lot from people you know when they watch a log splitter they're always like wow that's easy firewood you're splitting how would it do splitting oak yeah and I, i've always thought i don't know what the heck they're talking about <laughs> i think oak splits easy you know it has like this texture to it though have you ever noticed it's almost like i mean it splits easy it splits straight but there's like this fibrous almost like cloth the yes. way it what the way it pulls apart and it, it doesn't make that hard crack that hard split like ash or maple does no and it's very dense very mm -hmm. dense wood yeah i think it's interesting about your positive uh comments about oak because i am probably in the biggest minority in the entire uh, firewood and woodhound universe but i 
I despise oak. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hate everything about it. I just can't. (laughs) I appreciate the trees. I think they're gorgeous. I appreciate the wood, you know, for, for, you know, for woodworking and trim. Uh, but for firewood, oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't stand it when, you know, at our wood yard, we have tree length logs that come in, uh, you know, to our processor. So there we have semi truck loads that come in. And uh, now I've picked up a couple restaurants that want oak. So I, you know, I still got to deal with it. But man, I always told those loggers, don't ever, don't ever bring me oak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, everything I think. So when I think back on my life, and what could have caused me to have this aversion to, you know, one of the greatest trees of all time. And I, you had mentioned that you like it, the the smell. And I think that's where it starts with me. I, (laughs) I think that Oak smells just awful. (laughs) I think it's, I think it smells, it reminds me of when I was in elementary school and some kid would throw up in the hallway (laughs) And the janitor would come down with his, you know, dark blue pants and shirt on and his keys jingling on his hood, uh, his hip. And he would clean it up and he would spray that aerosol on it. Oh, that's what yeah. Oak, that's, that's what Oak smells to me. <laughs> well, I think one of the things, and this gets probably uh, to the point of why certain people, you know, prefer certain species. Is I think the location where you are also plays a factor because I think... Some of the oak does have a very pungent odor and does not smell good at all. But like up here, we have a lot of red oak and then we have a black oak and the Hmm. black oak does have a bad smell to it. Yeah. I can't tell the difference of any of them. So I, I can see it and I, you know, there, I mean, it's just beautiful wood, the white oak, the red oak, you know, and the majority that we have here in Ohio is the pin oak. And people ask, you know, some of the the smokers, they'll ask for just white oak, but I do separate by species, but I don't separate by, um, subspecies, (laughs) subspecies, (laughs) all the oak, you know, goes to the one area we call it Oakland because it's got to sit there for two years. It takes that long to dry, even when it splits small, but I can't tell the difference between the three, you know, the major species that I see down here. Um, but I do. You know, at least in this area, it seems people split their oak small and for it the season out. uh, I had a stick that was 18 months old that I had split in the firewood. I split it open and checked it with a moisture meter and it was still reading 40%. Yep. (laughs) Jeez. And when you sell firewood, you know, you get tired of looking at this wood sitting there after a while. Yeah. And, you know, you can sell it for more. It's worth more. But in my opinion, it ain't worth that much more. You know, I can't get that much more to justify having that log, you know, that the stack of firewood sitting there for so long. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's the other thing that always confused me with, you know, up here we have all the gas stations and convenience stores that sell bundles. They, uh, they sell oak. Oh. And so, you know, people... And for whatever reason, people get this idea of like oak is the premium, so it should co- you know cost more. You should the price of it should be higher. It should be mm-hmm. a better firewood. But I just think 
like I said, I think it's, you know. Yeah, well, that's just that's simply just because it hasn't sit long enough. I had a customer that uh, called and wanted delivery. He was an older gentleman. He's real cranky, but yeah, he was like a lovable kind of a cranky guy. And he had just bought wood off of some guy, and he said, this is flame retardant firewood. He says, I put this on my fire, and it goes out, you know? <laughs> so I, I took him my best stuff, and he showed me what the guy delivered, and it was. It was green, just cut down yesterday oak, and it was big chunks, and he was using it to ring his fire pit because it, you know, yep. it wouldn't, it was not going to catch on fire. It was just that heavy that wet and that green, it wasn't going to burn. No. And yeah, I think too, if you're selling bundles, especially if your name is on the tag, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, I would not put oak in there unless no. you know darn well, it's two years old. And I do, I have two year old oak and I still, I just don't like it. And what else I've noticed is when oak sits for a long time and it seasons, like the bark will start to, to peel off, you know, it comes off in one big sheet. Those, it invites the red ants. There's something about, oak, Oh yes. And they climb underneath that bark and you don't see that with other firewoods except for oak, you know? Yep. And then if you leave that oak sitting too long, it's kind of an acidic wood. You get mushrooms growing on it and, Oh, yep. And, and another interesting thing with oak, when you do allow plenty of time for it to season, um, if it's in the sun, you'll end up with like some ends that are grayed out and they look like bleached, you know, and then uh -huh. you take, so you take the, you know, the top pieces off, the ends will all be gray. And I've actually had people say that they didn't, they thought that that wood was like worse than the other stuff because of the gray uh, yeah. color you know it's like this looks old and and rotten i don't <laughs> want that gray stuff i want the the nice clean looking red yeah when actually that's a good sign you right know? It's <laughs> mm -hmm. but i have a couple restaurants that want oak and okay so i have learned there's different types of smokers out there and the smokers that they have uh the heat they have it's like a gas fired smoke or yep. a gas fired smoker and there's this little trap door that you put the wood in so it doesn't matter to them if the oak is seasoned uh, because ah. the, the, the wood is not supplying uh the you know the wood's not supplying the heat right so yeah that was <laughs> the customer you know the restaurant called and asked if i could service them and i said sure and they said they prefer oak and i was like well Maybe I won't be able to, you know, <laughs> and then they started saying, well, we like it split big. And I was like, okay. And we don't care about the moisture content. And I was like, well, I'm oh. your guy. I'm your guy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, we imagine, can take I imagine that having the more moisture in the wood actually probably makes more smoke and better smoke. Yeah. So that I guess is a debate in the barbecue world. And oh. I've heard a uh, passionate, opinions on both sides of it where some say you know a, a green stick of firewood gives off an acidic uh you know unpleasant kind of a smoky taste oh okay and the others say that you know uh, but they then they swear by you know the extra smoke that comes off of a green stick so i don't know i think it comes down to taste you know everyone's yeah. got their own opinions on that but my job i give the customer what they want 
<laughs> that's the way that's the best way i found to sell firewood <laughs> you give and yeah. that's and that's like i said as far as my little hobby operation that i have you know when people buy a bundle of firewood from me i am with the expectation that they want to burn it that night so you know yeah it has to be ready to go it has to be seasoned ready to burn and i just find that oak is not a good firewood for that plus i like i said i still i'm gonna i think i might do a video on this is just make a fire with just oak there's like there's no good flame you know yeah mm-hmm. i've even had people say that they don't prefer oak because it burns too long and you know they want to end their night at the fire pit and go in the house <laughs> uh-huh yeah, well, there's no question about BTUs. You know, it's it's up there. Yeah, you know, it's one of the it's one of the best. Uh, I just see it, you know, from the from the eyes of a producer. <laughs> you know, and on top of everything else, it's heavy. You know, it's harder to work with for me because I'm getting older, and you know, it's just heavier to lift. At least the bark is nice and smooth. It doesn't tear your gloves up when you That's work true. with it. Uh huh. I think it splits easy. Uh, but you know, it's for me when you're splitting, you know, a freshly cut oak, oh, that smell just drives me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so as a, as a firewood producer, like you are, what then is your favorite species of wood? Yeah. Well, okay. So this is where, you know, I think I might be an outlier here. I probably, you know, people are thinking, what the heck, this guy doesn't like oak and he's in the firewood. Um, (laughs) the the species that i find the easiest to work with uh that i can turn around and make quick buck is the the maligned silver maple oh you know? yes i yes. yeah i think it's a great firewood and it gets a bad rap because it's kind of lighter in you know weight and lower in btu it kind of burns up fast but keep in mind my customers uh, you know, I go after and market to customers that aren't really looking at firewood for heat. They're looking yes. at it just for ambiance. Yep. So in, in that way, species really is irrelevant. But for me to be able to sell a person a dry stick of firewood, because people too, um, like the customers I go after, they may not be the most experienced with lighting fires and keeping them going. And it's just nice to, you know, get them a nice split of a species that's you know it's dry and it, and it lights easy and it burns nice and that's silver maple you know and, and it looks and it looks nice oh it looks gorgeous yes. it is a beautiful wood when it is all cut like you know i have a machine that cuts it at you know 16 inches and then everything split the same it's just beautiful firewood the bark the colors uh when it seasons you know it does get that gray look i just think it's gorgeous it's really really and it smells great too I have also found it to be a very versatile firewood for my restaurants. You know, it's got a uh, neutral kind of a, a smell to it. And it's not like something strong like hickory, you know, something unique like that. Mm. And yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah. So I, I'm probably going to be the only person on the planet that is going to say <laughs> silver maple is, um, is their favorite firewood but it's me so silver maple too uh is uh it's known by different things in different parts of the country some people call it soft maple and yep. you know there's there's hard maple which i understand is probably your sugar maple and i don't know if the red maple is considered soft or hard but silver maple 
it's a tree that if you know the maples, you know what the helicopters and yep. they're they're growing out of your gutters and they're growing in your mulch <laughs> bed. That's the silver maple. They grow fast. Uh, they live probably about 40 years. If they get too big, the trunk starts to get rotted out on them and they'll fall onto your house. So uh, they get, you know, they get harvested a lot and I just see a lot of them. Uh, the ones that grow out in the open fields, you know, in a big stand of trees, they grow really tall, really straight. And man, you can just make some good firewood with yep. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the silver maple is my second favorite firewood. Is it? Yes. That's good to know. Now my favorite, I have another favorite and it's cherry. And that's simply because of the smell. The smell of splitting cherry firewood is intoxicating. Yes. Oh, I would it agree. is the greatest smell uh, on earth. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing like it. When I, and you know, we sort by species too. When I'll have it all stacked up, gosh, you just walk down near it and it just fills your nose up with that gorgeous smell. What a great firewood. And it's a beautiful wood too. If yeah. you're in the woodworking, that dark red, uh, it is just a great, great firewood. So you, so you go and just sit next to the stack and take deep breaths. And- <laughs> yeah. I should probably, oh. yeah, I'll stack it around my, uh, you know, my <laughs> relaxation area just so I can smell it. But, you know, the, if, if anyone though were to ask me, usually like customers and stuff, you know, about firewood, I, the first word usually that comes out of my mouth is ash. You know, ash yep. is just a reliable, great firewood. Uh, it splits easy. It is hard and it, man, it burns with that big flame and ironically, very little ash. And you know, people always talk about, you know, that it's a drier wood. I don't know if it is. I still think we got some biology going on here. <laughs> uh, you know, it still has to have water for it to live. Yep. But, yeah. But it's a great firewood. That's yeah. what they make base. Uh, did you know that's what they make the baseball bats out of? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. They've been they've been spit, switching to maple, and the maple bats break a lot easier uh, than the I ash. I can see that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, the problem with the ash is they're all dying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I and that's what sometimes makes me wonder if that's why it's such a popular firewood <laughs> in some you know some areas. That's the tree that they have the most. Uh, it's most common. They have a lot of it that, that needs to be removed, and mm-hmm. it does make a great firewood. Yeah, but they're all dying. Yeah. Uh, I would bet there is not a single living ash tree in the state of Ohio right now. It really? is deader than yeah, it's deader than the elm. I still see healthy elms out and about, but I have never seen a live ash tree. When I drive down the road in the summertime, all these dead trees that you see, you know, out in the fields and stuff, they're all ash trees. They're yeah. all dead. Yeah, you know, they were all killed by that emerald ash borer. Yeah. See, growing up on the farm, we never had an ash tree anywhere. Oh, wow. I had heard it was uh, the most popular tree in Ohio uh, oh. up until 10 years ago when this ash borer started uh, invading. Wow. And now mm-hmm. most of the ash trees are all ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are all out there. They're standing dead. They can still be harvested too. They kind of keep their constitution, you know, when they're, when they're up like that. Yeah. And, and they can still be harvested and, and, 
put to something uh put to some something useful if not firewood you know you can still make i don't know what they make out of ash pallets and something and boxes <laughs> you know. so i'd mentioned elm dan do you have any experience dealing with elm a lot of experience dealing uh, with elm <laughs> you know there is a belief that dutch elm disease invented the hydraulic splitter industry <laughs> i can believe that <laughs> but i will tell you that uh growing up elm was one of my favorite firewoods to take camping was that because of because, the, how stringy it was because of the smaller limb wood loses its bark really fast and is All real right. clean so you didn't have any bark falling off on your truck or in your you know totes mm -hmm. or it, it was just a nice clean firewood I had thought you were going to say because it's, you know, it's real stringy and you can pull those strings off and make a little pile, you know, to get your fire started. Oh, no. It was mm -hmm. the pieces I took. I didn't even try to split. <laughs> they were just round. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is not a fun wood to split. <laughs> yeah. I remember as a kid before I understood, you know, that there's, you know, each tree has its own personality. I remember splitting elm with a wedge and a sledgehammer and it, you know, wouldn't split oh you know, the wedge. It would just swallow the wedge. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, you know, I had no idea what the heck was going on. And here it was an elm tree. Get out another wedge, get another wedge and another one <laughs> and another one. <laughs> with, with my furnace, if the log, you know, if it's elm, uh, you know, we, if it would fit through the door, I wouldn't even, bother trying to split it yep because <laughs> there's no point in it i had read up about the elm tree it was used in the old days for wagon wheel hubs because you know it just won't split uh it's oh. a tough wood like it's also used in butcher blocks Interesting. and uh, yeah horse stables you know it's just a tough stringy wood that just doesn't split yeah mm -hmm. yes indeed so, so have you ever worked with hickory uh, a little bit, a little bit. We um, shag bark hickory down on the farm. We have a, quite a few stands of hickory trees, um, but not, we'd only would harvest anything that would like, like windfall or anything that was, you know, dead. So I never, mm -hmm. not a lot of it. Love the smell of it. It is hard, man. That's another hard one to split. Yeah. That's what you make your ax handles out of it. It, yep. it is hard, but man, it smells great. <laughs> there's nothing out there that smells like hickory it's tough uh, splitting too it's kind of stringy and it's a and it's that, it's a sin as far as i've heard to use it for firewood just for the heat and the btu value like if you have hickory you better yeah. be using it for cooking <laughs> or smoking mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't deal with it a lot you know like i get my logs that you know that come in from the the log trucks and there are occasionally some hickory on it but at least for me, I'm, I rarely, I probably have right now about a quarter quart of hickory on my, in my woodlot. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. I have zero apple. Have you ever worked with any apple? I have not. That is a very tough tree. Won't split, but it smells too. It smells like apple cider mash. You know, when you split them open, it does. It smells like apple. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I work with the, the most, uh, my most popular species of tree that I work with is free. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever I get brought to me for free is where right. I usually end up working with. And 
but ironically, it is mostly a lot of silver maple because to your points about how they get to a certain size and a certain age and they, they start dying, they need to be removed. And yeah, I get a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I like it. What about the, so there are some other species out there that have excellent reputations like locust. Have, yep. you, have you ever worked with locust? It is a beautiful uh, color when you cut it open. Yes. I did for the first time this year. I had some locusts, some black locusts. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, that's mostly for heating, though. That's the popular heating wood. Right. In our area, the Amish, that is like their go-to tree. Uh, if they can't make fence posts out of it, uh, I guess there's an oil in the wood that when they're buried in the ground for a fence post, they don't rot. Yep. Uh, so if they're not doing that, they, they think it's the greatest of all firewoods. <laughs> <laughs> they, you, you'll never buy locust off of a Amish uh, producer because they'll keep it for themselves. <laughs> not for sale. <laughs> yeah. And then there's other species out there like sycamore, you know, that uh, sycamore is an interesting wood. It feels super heavy when you cut it and split it. But when it dries out, you know, if you come back to it like six months later, it feels like balsa wood. <laughs> you know, it's like it's literally nothing there. It just feels like a piece of paper when you pick it up. Wow. Yeah, I've never had never had any of that. Mm-hmm. And I never see birch down here. Do you ever see that up where you live? Uh, every now and then. Um, growing up on the farm, we had some birch. But I've, I've only a few times had um, a subspecies, a river birch, uh, delivered here and dropped off. Mm-hmm. But never the white birch. The paper birch. The paper birch, yeah. That the that the bark can be used for tinder. I guess it yep. lights on fire even if it's wet. It's like yeah. got a oil oily in it, oil substance in it. So uh, hopefully that uh, that answered your question. I know we got you know a lot of different species talked about there and a good conversation on them. But you know again, um, just back to the oak. I know everyone loves it, but. It sounds like you and I are kind of in agreement that we don't have so much love for the oak. <laughs> yeah. I I think, you know, at the end of the day, all wood burns. You know, out west, there's a lot of houses that are being heated with softwood, with pine and cedar. And, uh, I, you know, it probably doesn't really matter what the species is if you have enough of it. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Whatever's in yeah. If you're looking for flavor and taste for food, that's a different story. But, you know, I think that's one of the fun things is that you're at least able to tell the difference. It's almost like drinking wine. If you talk with people that drink wine, you know, they just, they have all, oh, they're so, they can just taste all these different flavors in it and stuff. And I don't know, I'm like from Ohio, so whatever. (laughs) But, (laughs) But when it comes to firewood, I can, I can talk, you know, and tell you all the different nuances of wood and the way they that splits and smells and seasons and burns and it's right. one of the one of the fun things about what we do. And I think that's an interesting point to anyone out there listening, maybe for the first time or maybe just listening out of a curiosity. Like you know, firewood is just more than just a piece of wood that burns. It's there's that's so right. many levels, there's so many layers. Your point about geography, where you live, depends on what you might burn or what you have. I mean, it's just it's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. we can we can become wood snobs yeah just like a person is with their wine <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you don't drink a you don't drink a Pinot. Drink. No, heaven, what <laughs> you are don't you drink talking? that with fish. What are you talking about? No, what would you do that for? <laughs> a Pinot Noir or whatever it is. <laughs> you don't drink a Chardonnay with no. with a steak. What are you doing? <laughs> you, you don't burn silver maple on a on a Tuesday night. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> But all right, so once again, Joe, great seeing you here at the Woodhound Studio. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, another enjoyable little conversation. Hopefully those listening enjoyed it as much as we did, having it with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks again. Yeah, I thought this I thought this was a lot of fun, and I just kind of enjoy the discussion. It's nice hanging out with you here once a week and talking about firewood. Yes. The many, many different aspects of firewood. It's crazy yeah. how one little stick of firewood can bring people together <laughs> with so many different topics and conversations. We could we could bring peace to this world with firewood, Dan, if if given the chance. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to the Woodhounds podcast. I hope you found it entertaining, and I hope to see you back here next week. Yes, enjoy your week, Woodhounds, and have... Have a great day. Have a great day.